0: When you of Welcome to the Clicking Balls season primer for 2017 Collingwood Magpies. Uh, my name is Heath and with me is Brenton. G'day. Josh isn't here, he's on, on daddy duties, but uh, we're going to have a look at uh, Collingwood and we'll start with 2016 for him first. Uh, nine wins and 12th, probably under where they'd hoped.
1: Under where they hoped, but I mean, it's easy to see where how it happened, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, an injury list that was quite big.
0: Well, lost Dane Swan in the first minute exactly. of, the, of the season. Yeah. Hurt.
1: yeah, and I mean, it would have been... A big, definitely could have been much worse if then some players step up big yep. time, big yeah. time. So yeah, look, another achievement. But based on on the men you put on the park, you'd have to be pretty happy with how how recruits performed and, and how how players that you really didn't expect to be to, to be at that level yet yeah. sort of sort of came on.
0: Well, they they found a few players, and um, they'd have to be extremely. Impressed with Trelaw, yeah, yeah. Um, who at some stage looked like you know Brownlow medal contention.
1: Well, definitely, and I mean, with a few more wins on the board, he definitely would have been up there for yeah. it. And probably one of the best best people to leave GOS. Uh, was it in that year? Well, there's been so many that come out of there. You forget. Yeah, <laughs> you, there's a lot. I
0: mean, Tom Boyd had a pretty good grand final. Well, that's but, true. That's true. Uh, he definitely had a better season than Tom Boyd.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well Trelaw definitely a better value than Tom Boyd. Yeah, that way.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. What What do you pay for a premiership?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Um, but yeah, it was, again, the fifth year of Buckley's coaching and the yep. fifth year that they went down on the ladder. Yeah. Um, I've actually been impressed with the way Buckley's handled it. Yeah. Um, yep. Media-wise, which is as much as anything in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, especially when you're a coach of the biggest club in the in the yeah. country,
1: and to his credit, he always fronts the media. He always works up to his his responsibilities. Always gives an answer that's not just a textbook, uh, you know, bullshit
0: answer. But I did like at the end of the year, he said, "I need to make finals to keep my job." Yeah, that may not be true. Yeah, um, but it's certainly a, it's a good uh, soundbite.
1: Yeah, because you just don't want to hear those political responses where you know, everything, everything's fine and rebuilding, keep it in house. Like uh, you relate to your your well especially the magpie faithful who are diehard uh, you relate to them by being honest you know what yep. i mean and so of those bullshit answers they're not ever gonna get behind you and shit that's some pressure to take take into the mcg on any game you day know. yeah uh, when you've got ninety thousand magpie fans who don't want you to be at the helm of their club
0: well uh, and let's face it you know the the favorite son um mantle it, it can go yeah. and we've seen it you know yep. Voss at um uh brisbane yep. and then uh james heard at essendon yep um it, there's only so much goodwill. Like the the, the Messiah can be nailed it, to a cross. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah, every team's a little Pontius Pilate running around the yeah. background somewhere.
0: They're, they're always there. They're ready, ready and waiting.
1: Ready jack you with a, the sword to the side and the crown of thorn. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's have a look at their off season then, and they were very busy in the off season. Yeah. Um, so let's look at their outs. Uh, first off, McCaffrey is retired. Um, unlucky that he was it a knee or a shoulder that. Uh, Robbed him um, a, a little bit towards the end of his career. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. I actually really liked him as a player. I, I thought he was a great tagger. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: definitely. You know those players that I mean,
0: did his job. Did weekend. his job
1: exactly. Yeah, you notice him because he he was doing his job, not because yep. you you came into that weekend going, oh shit, we're playing yeah. you know what I mean, but you, you'd be on the field doing those annoying shit that really fucked with your game plan if you're playing against the Pies.
0: Should be very proud of his career. um Dane Swan, like we said. Uh, Gave everything. Never looked like a footballer, but yep. um, one of the mo- best value in the yeah. media, loved by everyone, which exactly. is to, for a Collingwood player to be... To that, stuff. That, that that's That's amazing.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to think of like, who was the last Collingwood player that I would have said, I fucking really like that guy. Yeah. it's It's, uh, it's, it's got back, back a fair way to the point where... It probably isn't one. Well,
0: so honestly, I I like Nick Maxwell in oh, the, yeah, in Nick, the Nick um, Maxwell. media. I thought he, he was a yep. breath of fresh air. Yeah.
1: But... Didn't like him in the Collingwood games. Either, no, though. no. Yeah. But, but
0: Swanny, it's it's hard to hard to dislike Swanee
1: Yeah. And I mean as someone who owns himself, you know what I mean? He's yep. he's who he is, makes no excuses, and you know, if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself pretty yep. much. And they're the people that I respect a- the hell out and of.
0: Didn't bother him one little bit. Exactly. Yeah. N- yeah. It'd be an interesting man to sit down with and actually find out what makes him tick because but I yeah. don't think anybody could.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Maybe he'd
0: be on open mic in a few years, who knows.
1: Yeah, possibly. Possibly.
0: Or he'll come on here. Yeah. Unlikely. 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 Uh, you know, we will shout a few pingers and then we'll get you loose. <laughs> Uh, Alan Tuvey as well. Uh, again, another great servant of the club. Um, never rose to, uh, you know, all Australian level or anything like that, but yeah. certainly played his role.
1: Yeah, and he and played that role in a team that needed those sort of role players as yeah. well. They had stars there that, that could, you know, week in, week out, do things to do, so they needed these, these players to stock up the list.
0: Pretty sure he played in the Premiership side as well. Yeah, let's so, keep him on. be happy with that. Uh, Brown, who I thought I liked, again, another great servant. Um, yep. I'm a little bit... Uh, surprised that they moved uh, uh, Brown on
1: yeah well I mean they had to move someone on and the back line's pretty old let's be honest
0: yeah it is but they've moved a lot on
1: yeah but I mean they, and, they moved on to, to Melbourne which means that Melbourne had to say yeah alright we'll take him Yeah. so you look at who else they probably could have put on the, on the well, table who are they going to put on there
0: okay well, we're going to look at Inns in a minute but let's talk about Brown because you know moved him on because he might be a little bit old a surplus to knees but yep. then they've got in Lyndon Dunn He's not that much younger. Yeah, that's a fair if point. he is. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, also on the outer was uh, Jared Wits, who has gone to Queensland. I'm not sure if he's gone to Brisbane. I think he's gone to Brisbane. Right. Um, which is just ruck depth. Um, yep. But uh, they've done very well with an undersized ruckman in um, Grundy. Uh, yeah. So yep. they're going to be okay there. Uh, Wits never... Challenged for that number one ruck spot. No.
1: I, th- I think Grandy was a bit more handy around the ground as well. Yeah. And
0: they've got, you know, Mason Cox, who's, uh, Done better than most of the uh, yep. international imports who come in. Definitely, yeah. um, and they're hoping for more improvement from him. So maybe which is surplus in needs.
1: I mean, they should, and he's also a good value on social media too. He's, he's great. He's bastard. a funny lad. Yeah,
0: yeah. So th- there we go. He's taken over from Swanny.
1: He's already endeared himself to uh, the Australian public. So yeah, he's done well. That th- was
0: that what uh, tweet when he was um, he was at an Ozkit clinic and he's saying these kids have been playing longer than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to teach them. Anyway, I-, I like that. Uh, Marley Williams, who again, uh, and oh, yeah. I've spoken to a few Collingwood supporters about it because i love the way he attacks the ball yeah um and you know i am a little bit uh fond of players that just have that absolute hunger and um, determination and you know i'm gonna get the ball yeah um you now the collingwood players told me uh, sorry the collingwood supporters told me yeah but he butchers it when he gets it right yep. um which maybe i i ignored because i was so impressed with how he got the ball but yeah. i ignored what he did once he had it
1: yeah especially if like you're if it's your team they're playing against, you're like, oh, I love that guy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Could have been that too. I yeah, don't know. But he's running really onto a team. You're like, oh, this motherfucker again. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Um,
0: I think but, it'd be a good pickup, though, for North. You yeah, can sort out his skills and his yeah. decision making then. Yeah. He's going to be a good player.
1: Yeah, and probably going to be a bit less under, under a bit less pressure at North as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Uh, certainly playing in front of smaller crowds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Frost, um, who they shipped off up to uh, Brisbane. Again, yeah, vegan Brock Lesnar um, he yeah. played against the Gorillas and probably got beaten more often than not yep. but I always thought geez he got value out of him
1: I always thought he was serviceable and there were some games where if he, when he got free he was yeah. able to do some really uh, not intelligent but he showed he had some <laughs> skills you know what I mean he had something there
0: I mean, he's it's never going to challenge for all Australian. No, yeah. But I thought, you know what, What for what I'm guessing you're paying him, he's probably good value. Yep. And uh, you, I don't know if that means super coach value, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah He
1: would pop up and, and you know, show some sort of worth, yeah. you know what I mean? we are like, really, this dude's going to take over the game now? Are you fucking kidding me? Not take over the game, but no. you know, take over the quarter maybe.
0: Um, But I think they had uh, O'Keefe comes back in um, after oh, his yeah. drug suspension and, and yep. Josh Thomas. So, I mean... Anyway, yeah. he's, he's done his job and they've got rid of him. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. It was a keef that someone spiked his cocaine with something else.
0: With yeah. The, uh, Clembuterol. Buterol, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and they tried. They said, uh, it could have been the steaks we had. Yeah. And I think at some point then, somebody in the back went, mate, just fucking. I yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. No, nah, we're on the coke. We got gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> tried to go with the Frank Muir thing. Uh, Take yeah. the kangaroo, meat.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, And the big one, of course, uh, Travis Cloak. Um, I don't know if there are many people at Collingwood that are disappointed. No, um, yep. because it, it did two things for them. One, it got rid of uh, a, a underperforming player. Yeah, I mean when he's missing God knows how many from the goal square, yep. even in the VFL, is yep. not what well, you. Yeah, Mason Cox is kicking more goals.
1: Yeah, I mean if the real winners that people who sit behind the goals because yeah. everyone's more, more safer now. Yeah, exactly. Things went anywhere.
0: Um, so not only did they move on a player that wasn't performing, um, they moved on 800k out of yep. their salary cap because they got to he, he did a. Two year deal with the Bulldogs so he essentially got one year's pay split over two years.
1: Yeah, right. Which means
0: he gets to extend his career Yeah, yeah, you know, for an extra year and all the benefits that go with that. Yeah. Um, but that's a, a great result, I think, for Collingwood. They, yeah. They're certainly the winners out of that one.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, a huge pickup for Bulldog's VFL team, too. Yeah, you're going to say Fo- Foot's Gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Footscray gonna. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, they're already Premiers, so. Yeah, that's it. I, yeah, I think Collingwood definitely won out of yeah. that. Yep. Uh, that. I don't know if it's a trade or a deal. I don't know, but either way,
1: however they got it done, good on them. So uh, had
0: anyway. They've got a couple of retirees there and moved on some older players. So you sort of sends a signal they're going for youth.
1: Yeah, well they have to.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. they've got in Daniel Wells, Chris Maine, and Lyndon Dunn.
1: Uh, Jesus, then Wells is already out for uh, first couple of games. isn't
0: uh, Well, Wells, I think is is a it's a good choice and it's a poor choice because you know that he's injury uh, issues. Yep. They signed him as a unrestricted free agent or a restricted free agent either one yeah. so it means that they've had to pay enough to, yep. to move him over from uh, North Melbourne yeah. 14 years or something at the club at North Melbourne
1: how long is it North Melbourne for Jesus yeah,
0: so, it was something like the that it, it, it might be you know, not exactly yeah. that but it, it's around but that
1: playing some of his best footy too yeah plus, isn't it?
0: Um, but Chris Main as well um, had yeah. a, a terrible year yeah. at, at Frio so they would have got him for value yep, um, and done Look, I don't know what the difference is between Dunn and Brown, really, unless yeah, it's a couple point. of years. Yeah. Or, or Dunn and Jack Frost. Dunn's probably a better kick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just it didn't match up to me that they've got rid of some age and then got in so much age.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, maybe they just couldn't really stomach giving away something for nothing. So they were like, ah, oh, we're going to take they, something off them. I they, don't know.
0: They'd say, you know, we've got to do something. Yeah. We've got rid of so many players. We just need some in. Yeah. Um, Will hoskin Elliott? they have got him from GWS, who's going to be a great player. Yeah. Um, if he turns out like Trelaw did, and I, I don't think he's as good as Adam Treloar, Yeah. but if he does, then um, you know they're absolutely wrapped.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Trelaw was definitely, everyone knew he was good, yeah. but he proved just how good he can be. A yep. new, new team, um, no real sort of affinity with anyone, and he comes in and just tears it up. So, I mean, if he can be half as good as Trelaw, then, then he's still going to win.
0: He's still going to win him over. Um, so let's have a look at their draw then um, for 2017. So their double-up games, uh, Essendon, Geelong, Hawthorne, Melbourne, and Port. Uh, Essendon's an interesting one because we just don't know.
1: Exactly. Um. Yep.
0: Actually, Essendon and Hawthorne, we, we've had such um, drastic changes um, yep. from 2016 to 2017. Yeah. So they're going to be interesting games uh, for them. Yeah. Um, they match up really well against Geelong for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, well, I think they've got well sure always helps when you're chucking him on dangerfield and yeah, making him well, be accountable making him be accountable yeah yeah so i mean that always helps but i mean collingwood just seemed to pull it together in big games as well i mean they've they've got that well, resilience, but just that mongrel about them, yeah, where they can pull it together.
0: Well, I mean, the good thing about Collingwood is when it comes to big games, they're used to them. Yeah, exactly. And they're used to playing in front of the big crowds. They yeah. have, you know, Anzac having Anzac Day every year is such a great um, advantage for them because it's yeah. it's a, a finals like atmosphere. Yeah, and it's ninety thousand people every single year. Exactly. And Collingwood know they're going to be there,
1: and that's why I was surprised with that Vice documentary coming around about yeah. big rivalries. They yeah. chose Carlton because it's not a big rivalry at the moment.
0: Well, it's it's the longest rivalry, but it
1: is. But you could have gone to Anzac Day game where both, yeah. both teams sort of turn it on and um, you would have got much better footage and much better sort so. of introduction to that, what AFL is like and just the, the atmosphere and the, like, that tension you come yeah. with a knife but the thing that's really annoying to me
2: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns, but a deep voice doesn't sell B2B and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either
1: is that this is going to go across pretty much all of America on the Vice Network. Yep. And so we're going to have all these Americans who have been exposed to AFL footy first, and they're going to choose either Carlton or Collingwood to, to go for. They're
0: the two sides, yeah.
1: And they're going to think that they're going to come into Australia, going for front of those teams and fit in. Like, holy shit, guys. You're in for a world of hurt <laughs> when you get here.
0: Uh, hopefully, they'll figure it out. They'll do some comparisons to American teams, I'm sure, in yep. the documentary, and say, you know, the, these are... The Celtics, or these are the yeah. Yankees, or whatever it is, and then you're going to get the rest of people go right, fuck them, yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, they'll be going for um, Bulldogs, <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
0: uh, Melbourne and Port, um, are, are two teams that both finished around Collingwood last year as well, yeah, um, so it's going to be interesting those games to see who's improved, um, from year to yeah. year,
1: yeah, and look. The the problems with um, sort of Melbourne were uh, going missing during games. It wasn't about the talent they have got, whereas Port, um, Collingwood was kind of the other ones. It was yeah. players not actually playing because they're injured, or, but still or- they managed to, to step up against, in big games. Yeah. So, yeah, there's two different sides to that coin. So it's going to be whichever team can be sort of rounded out their consistency. And I think with Collingwood full, full strength um, –
0: They've got a good list. They do have a good list. Um, Champion data ranks the fuck out of them. Really? Yeah. Um, I think the champion data said that the Collingwood midfield was the best in the league, which just... Okay, it's champion data, so it doesn't have any bias attached to it, but... They're not the best in the league.
1: Well, I mean, they sell their stats, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> the biggest them buyers. A big, bit extra, eh? Like, hey, Pad a few out. It you could know? be, yeah. It was like when NBA Jam came out, and they made Detroit like it really good against the Bulls.
0: Yeah, because the lead designer was a Detroit Pistons <laughs> yeah, fan. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: I'd be surprised. You know, there's a human element to chairman data as well.
0: There was, um, I think, in the program for NBA Jam, um, the Bulls would never hit. A buzzer beater against Detroit. Yeah, it is yeah. impossible yep. for it to happen. Yeah, in yep. the old arcade machine. Who knows nowadays? Yep. Um, the big game for them I got marked down. Besides Anzac Day, which is just a given, and you know playing against uh, yep. Essendon the other time and um, Carlton uh, yep. whenever that happens. So only once they play Carlton this year, but that's a shame. Yeah. Um, round one is the Bulldogs. So you got the reigning premier and maybe Travis Cloak lines up. Yeah. I'm not convinced he's nah, best 22 at the Bulldogs. I don't think
1: he's playing. I and don't think he's playing, especially not against Collingwood. To th- be honest. This is
0: a win-win situation for Collingwood because if he plays, they get to say, mate, I mean, he's a premiership player for him. Yeah. But, mate, you were shit. Thank you for leaving us. You know, yeah. We don't have to pay you 800 grand, those suckers. Comes it, on and kicks 10. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't play... Just as good, I think. Because they yeah. like, see? Yeah, you're not even fucking playing. You're scared. Yeah,
1: They're, they're going to love it. And I mean, the last thing you want going to do is just destroy his confidence in round one <laughs> as well. But that could turn, turn the other way as well. If he comes out and kicks uh, 10 goals. well oh, even five. For yeah.
0: <laughs> Four goals, 10. <laughs> Imagine if he comes out and his first set shot is from the edge of the goal square. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Col- at the Collingwood cheer squad end.
1: Please, please let that happen.
0: And he hits the post yeah Collingwood fans might faint
1: you'd love to see Joffa there giving it to him too Ah, uh, you'd just, love to see it they're just going
0: to stand up and applaud yep. I think that's going to do and they go yep. oh that's why everyone thinks it's funny
1: <laughs> let's be honest they've, they've got the banner already written yep. <laughs> yeah we've got a few of them
0: oh that's, it's going to be interesting yeah Um. Yep. so who's going to have a big year for, for the Collingwood then
1: well I've, I've written down a couple um well, I mean,
0: you know what you're going to get out of Penderbury. Exactly, yeah. So, so it's almost not worth mentioning. You know what he's going to do. Exactly.
1: Trelaw and Penderbury, you know what's going to happen. So they've got to fill out some other other uh, positions. I think Jack Crisp is due to yeah. to really step it up. Uh, it's his third season the Pies. ups coming across from Brisbane. Very got- strong, sort of tall outside mid-player. Yeah, he's, he's got some talent. Yeah, so I think that fills the role that they need. You've got Chalor who's in and under. You've got Penderbury there. You can do both roles, inside and outside. But I think you'll find Penderbury not have to play such a, a demanding on the ball underneath role now. Yeah. So I think him teamed up with Jack Chris on the outside, both tall, that's tough to match up. Like, it's yeah. tough to find a, a couple of midfielders that you can match up against them. So I think, yeah, it would be important for him as well, not only just playing the midfield, but with a weak back line, which I think they have. I think the back yep. line's too I, old. I think I it's do. weak. Yep. I think that their forward pressure in the forward line is going to be key to them uh, having uh, kicking winning winning scores yep. because as soon as it gets out from there, they're they're, they're weak and they're going to be exposed. So... The tall guy like him who can run fast, um, be accountable for the other team's players, he's going to be instrumental in working his ass off, not when they've got the ball, when they don't.
0: Um, I'd put in uh, Hoskin Elliott as well, because yeah. uh, they've yeah. got him at the right time. Um, he's yep. had a few years. He's now getting into his peak.
2: Yeah. And
0: like I said... The, Absolutely wrap with how Trelaw um, came across last year. If yeah. Wilbur can get uh, some of that going as well, yeah, yeah. Um, you're on a winner. You know, he's uh, one of Dermy's favourite players. Is he really? Because Dermy did a fair bit of coaching um, yeah. up at GWS yep. um, with young lads, and he, he, he loves him. I to Lo- love
1: that, the young know, kids have Dermy around.
0: Can take a nice mark too, Wilbur, when he goes forward.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Derby can tell a nice story too. So.
0: <laughs> I'm sure
1: he can. We've got a lot of booze and a lot of, a lot of stories fling around that GWS camp.
0: Um, and I'm going to throw out one like Mason Cox's development last year oh, you yep. surprised everybody you know in, yep. um, on the big stage you know kicking goals on Anzac Day Yeah, it's a great way to announce yourself yep. um, I think the ruck rules might actually help him yeah he, yeah, he doesn't true. have to worry about third man up now Yeah, makes it a little bit more simpler for him well, yeah exactly it's going to help
1: yeah I mean, it plays into what his strengths are which is obviously coming from a background of some other sport yeah um, I don't know what other uh, sport yeah, can't it's, remember he's got a ball I, mentioned, I don't yeah. know uh, so yeah <laughs> means he can be focused ahead of him not worried about who's coming yeah. from left right and makes it very simple to learn the game that way and set up a game plan that or a of structure that's yeah. going to be conducive to that so, yeah, definitely one to keep your own. Actually, he's thinking about another one as well, which, um, I mean, it could go either way. It's not someone who I expect to be on the rise. someone I want to get on the rise. Uh, that's Tom Langdon. Um, he had a very injury-prone uh, yeah. 2016, but he played a good... <clears throat> he had a good 2015. He's got a good kick. And they need a defender. They yeah. need defenders. So, I think they really need him to step up. Uh, also, he's got the ability to stop in the midfield as well. So, yeah. a little bit... Well, I can't remember how tall he is, but from memory, I think he's a little bit short than what they need for a key defender.
0: Slight. He's a little bit slight, I think. Yeah,
1: but he's He's got a role to play, so I'd like to see him come in and, and really have some confidence. Yeah. Um. I hope he's playing. I didn't check if he played the preseason. So, <laughs>
0: uh, no, I, I didn't see it either. But uh, it, look, if he doesn't, then you know when it comes to trade period um, yeah. this year, he, he might be one that's uh, in, yeah. in a little bit of trouble there. You look at a net loss. Yeah, which leads us to the chopping block, and, and he's one you know that, that I had in there. Yep. Um. But otherwise, I don't think there's that many players on the list that are really in trouble. No. Maybe. maybe is Chris Main? Yeah, um, it's Chris Main. Ch- yep. and it's on age.
1: Yeah, and look, the, the backlines is weak, but they don't never going to fill it in. So no. even the ones that I had singled out, I mean, I put Jesse White in there just because Jesse White. Anyway, forgot he was even there. there. Put him on every year. Yeah. So uh, but, uh,
0: again, every team's got got yep. one of those whipping boys for the
1: same reason. Like I, was, I may as well just cut and paste from our last year's podcast. Yeah. Athletic got the, got the got the build, just not a football player. No. Um The other one I had. Well, I mean, like I said, there's not. There's not really any that they can afford to lose, especially at the back yeah, line. A little bit. But um, it will depend on what this uh, recruiting uh, sort of year or uh, draft year is going to look like. Yep. If they can get some back men in there, I think you'll find there's going to be one player leaving their back line. They're going to be a toss up between. Um, probably Tyson Goldsack, Lyndon Dunn, who they just got across from yeah. um, Melbourne, who's like 30 or something as well. Uh, played four games last year, so I don't really understand that trade either. Um, I'm just going to
0: check on Goldsack because I've I got a feeling he's getting up there in age too.
1: Yeah, so he's he, 30, I think.
0: He might be closer to retiring as opposed to moving on.
1: Yeah, well, see, he's 11th season, and I mean, the unfortunate thing with Collingwood is that he is a needed player. Like, they do yeah. need someone like that. But the best thing with Collingwood is if they don't need him next year because it means they've got someone who can fill that role. Um he can go, I don't know, probably play just a bit of a lesser role or something like that, but they need a key defender. And uh, I think he's gotten on a bit too too long and, and I think he, yeah, there he you can go. fill that role.
0: It turns thirty in a in a month or so. Yeah. Um but, I mean for Collingwood to to rise this year, they're gonna need guys um like you know, like we said uh, Trelaw and Hoskin yep. Elliott, um and DeGoey. Yeah, um, yeah to yep. to keep rising up. Um how much with Travis Cloak gone, yep. it really opens it up though for Darcy Moore. Yeah, exactly. He was threatened to look like the star that um, his father was. Yeah. Um, I think that third year in now, he, he might have had... He the, already. It could be about that. Damn. I, th- I think it is. He could have had the... Um, he's no longer the big fish in the small pond. Yep. So I think he's, he's had that... Um, you need that little bit of arrogance, but exactly, not yeah. as a rookie. And exactly, I, yeah. Hopefully that's rubbed off now, and now yep. he's right, I need to do something there. Exactly. It, yeah. It's not. It, he's not handy anymore. Yeah. He needs to be contributing. He needs a 40-plus goal season.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, he needs to, uh, to hold it in that position. And look, he showed he showed yeah, why there's be some, some hype around him. You yeah. know what I mean? But with some consistency, then, I mean, you really open up that forward line. And obviously, Collingwood's going to have to kick, yeah. kick winning scores every single game just to stay in a competition. You yeah, know I mean? because, because I still to, believe
0: their back line. You yeah. know, they've got Ben Reid um, down in the back line, who yeah, is a good contributor. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, he's not as athletic or as strong as, yeah. as some of the other key backmen around. Yeah. He's handy, and he's one that they're going to hang on to. Yeah. Um, But I'd like to see Darcy Moore, you know, come Anzac Day, him in one goal square, and then uh, Danaher in the other goal square. Yeah. I mean, Darcy Moore's a fair bit shorter, and yep. obviously a little bit younger. So got a good head on him, though. Yeah, he's definitely got a, a smarter football brain than Danaher. Yeah. I'd like to see if he can kick four to Danaher's one or two, yep. you know, Collingwood are going to be in a good shape.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, uh, yeah, look, I just really want to see how they structure their defensive forward line. So when the yeah. ball's turned over, how they can do that. Because they've got the, the, the run and the talent to be able to do it, and that's, got to be, that's going to be the linchpin of, of their season, I think. Yeah, I think so too.
0: Um, so looking at Collingwood then, last year, nine wins, 12th. Where have you got them finishing this year?
1: I've got them with not too much movement. i got them yep. staying in at 12th. And, yeah, like we said, I think 12th might be the maximum they can get. Maybe up to some 10th, but I think they're that's about where they really are. Yep. There's too many holes that they really need to, to do something about, and they just didn't have much in the trade, trade table to, to really rectify that. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's why I, I, I am confused with what they did in the off offseason. Yeah. Some of it makes sense, but I, w- Wells, you know, he's injury-prone. Yeah. Maine was out of form, Dunn is a workhorse, yeah, it just it yeah, yeah it confused me um I've put him in the same position as Josh, and that's 14th, which is a little bit backwards from last year, yeah, but you have a look at the teams they finished around, you know, like Melbourne and Saint Kilda last year, both around the same close in the number of wins, yeah, I see a lot of improvement out of Saint Kilda and Melbourne, exactly, yeah, I don't see the same level out of Saint Kilda, which is yeah. why I've put them as backwards, yeah, and that's
1: it when you look at like. It's looking like a predictable season for Collingwood. You can generally Maybe, see yeah. how they're going to go and where the hole's going to be. Whereas Melbourne and St Kilda, they've they've had those holes and they're starting to rectify them. You don't see where they're going to go backwards. Whereas Collingwood, you yeah. can see what's going to be the letdown.
0: Um, let's just I'm just trying to check here. Where's Pendlebury? Pendlebury. They've still got a, Pendlebury's only 29 this year. Really only 29. Yeah, yeah, so they've still got a good couple of years. I mean, and the type of player that he is. Yep. He's not somebody whose athleticism, if it goes, it's not going to hurt him that much. He's better off moving sideways, and it's his vision that is his main asset. He's got another five years to go. Definitely. So there is still a future for him there. They're not looking to try and move him on yet. Yeah. Um, So these younger guys they have got like Trelaw and Will Hoskin, um, Dugowie, Crisp, um, and all the others. Yeah. It's just a matter of do they need to show more right now to save Buckley or not? And there's going to be a lot of questions on Buckley this year. Yeah. That's just the way the media goes.
1: I don't see how they save Buckley, to be honest. I just don't think... Don't
0: either. And that's why I've got him down as fourteen. Yeah,
1: I don't think there's a... They don't have the cattle to to really get into the top eight, which is what Buckley needs to survive. Like I said, I I
0: saw... I can see a bigger improvement at other other sides. Um, But uh, look, I think that um, if Wells comes good, he's exactly what they need and that's a classy ball user. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you never have too many of them. Yeah, um, just get him the park. Exactly, that's just a big if. He's, yep. he's already, already out for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, yep. Um, all right, that might do us for Collingwood. Yep, all right. See you later. See you, bye.